Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Let's Debrief podcast. Um, As Jenna mentioned last week, we broke up, and so now you are all products of divorce, childs of divorce, and you're just going to have to hop back and forth. We're going to take turns every single week giving you an episode. So this week, it's my episode. Um, Obviously, we're kidding. I imagine, though, like, I listened to that episode before, like, we put it out for you guys, and I was listening to it and watching it, and I was like, what? Like, what is she about to say? Like, did we break up? <laughs> like, what happened? But, um, yeah, so our schedules kind of were just crossing each other, and literally we had, when I got back from Florida, there was one day that we would have been able to record, and... So we were like, you know what, let's just like record solo episodes. We've kind of been not wanting to, but we're like, we should record them to like stash away, like just in case we're in a pinch one week. Um, And then it just kind of happened that we were like, well, let's just release them. And so Jenna's episode was last week. If you haven't listened yet, go back. She is so like entertaining when it comes to stories and stuff. And so she just spent the whole episode talking about all of these random, literally from, like, high school, like, childhood stories all the way up to, like, people kissing her belly when she was pregnant last year, and it's just so, it was so random, but it was so fun, and I just, like, loved getting to listen along and to not have any idea what was going to happen next, because even though there are some weeks, I don't know if people have asked us this before, but there are some weeks that we listen back, and we could have easily recorded, especially in the beginning, we started recording and like putting away episodes in oh my gosh what was that she was a couple weeks away from her due date so in november october yeah wait maybe it was early november early november and then um so when we released them by january we were like i have no idea what we said but even like there's some episodes like that we recorded like two weeks ago like even like the last one before Jenna's I was like oh I need to go back and listen to this again because we read stories of like your most embarrassing moments and I was like I don't remember a ton of them so in that instance it's fun to go back and listen but last week it was fun to be one of you guys and not genuinely not knowing what was coming next and so this week you're stuck with me um you yeah I have you all to myself and we're going to kind of hop all over the place. I don't I don't really know what I'm going, not what I'm going to do, but I have like, some, I just have the most random list. Let me show you my list. I've been showing, here, you see my list if you're watching on video. It's probably not in focus and it's probably blown out, but there's my list. Um, where it's just all over the place, where I have had random thoughts um over the past few weeks knowing that this episode was coming and I was like oh I should just write that down and maybe I'll talk about it on my episode um so yeah we'll just kind of see where where we get to and by the and what time I cut us off so um life update I was in Florida for like Jenna said last week it felt like a million years but it ended up being like just 10 days which is still a long time um we my parents moved down there. People like, oh, also, I just want to add, like, I am so, like, overwhelmed by the amount of people that, like, loved um, my mom episode. Um, she was so happy seeing all of your guys' kind words and reviews and everything. I guess at this point, she definitely has to come back for another episode. But 
um, I think was I, I think I was with her when it released. Like I had gotten to Florida that day, I think. And she was just like, did people really say that? And so just to all of you who said things and just like for all of you that listened in general, just know from Brittany's heart, she says thank you. And of course we say thank you. Um, but yeah, we got really good feedback on the episode, so we'll have to bring her back. But yeah, my parents moved down to Florida um, and we have now gone, we went down on Thanksgiving or like around Thanksgiving and in February and now May. And it's just the best. <laughs> like I don't know. Like I, it's like, especially in February, it was really nice because like it was so cold here and just so unbearable that it was n- like, it's, I don't know why it's just so wild to me. Like I, this is going to sound pretentious, but I grew up in Southern California. So there was like, no winter. There was literally 50 degree days and we would still go to the beach with like sweaters on and play volleyball. So it's just a different world up here. And so I'm trying to escape to Florida as often as possible. Um, so yeah, this time we had planned far in advance with our friends, Joe and Shayla. I don't know how much of this we mentioned on the podcast, but they have a family of four. They're a family of four. They have two girls and they were like, we really want to go stay with your parents in Florida and um, do Disney and like whatever else you suggest. And I was like, perfect, we're there. And so we flew down with them. I haven't, aff- okay, everyone will maybe have to give me their opinion, but I prefer a nice early flight. I want to be out the door by like 4 a.m. catching like a 6.30 flight. I, it is painful in the moment, but depending on where you're going, especially, there's a lot of payoff to it. I love arriving to a city or my destination by like 10 a.m. So like when Cole and I went to California, we left, I think our flight left at 6.30. Then I think we flew to like Chicago or something. We were in California by 11 a.m. And I was like, this is great. I, I love this. But I will say this was the earliest flight I've been on in a very long time. I just didn't really know that they did flights this early. I did I flew a flight like this, I think, like a few years ago. But 5.30 in the morning was the time that we were taking off. So we were up. Joe and Shayla, I know, were up at 2.30. We were up at 3 and we left our house at 3.30. And this is also just like telling of like, it is night and day traveling with kids and traveling like by yourself like without kids we joe and shayla got up at and i think maybe even no they got up at 2 30 and i left their house by 3 we left our house at 3 30 got to the airport by 4 joe and shayla were there a half hour before us they parked checked all of their bags got their kids through security 30 minutes after we were sitting at security or like we were already through security. Essentially, we left our house 30 minutes later and got through everything and we're waiting for them at the gate for 30 minutes. And I was just like, it is, it, that's insane to me, but it totally checks out. Like, and nothing like went awry. Like they, when they got to the gate, they were like, hey guys, like we're super excited and everything. So it's just like crazy just how having kids like just changes your travel experience. But 
um yeah it was their daughter ellie well i guess both of their daughters uh first flights and it was just fun to see like how excited they were or like ellie was and but also like nervous and i was like i'm right there with you girl i will say my flight anxiety was a little bit better this time around um if you have any suggestions for me in the future let me know the way there was definitely easier the way back was a little bit rougher Maybe I'm alone in this, but something about flying spirit just makes me feel like I'm going to fall out of the sky. In the moment, I'm like, oh yeah, give me that $75 flight. I'll suffer through it. It'll be fine. But then when I'm like the night before getting ready for the flight, I'm like, I'm going to die (laughs) because I paid $75 for this flight. Even though they all follow the same rules, but something about being on Southwest, Delta, any of those, I feel so comforted, and I'm just like, we're fine, but the minute I step on Spirit, I'm like, oh, Lord Jesus be with me, so maybe that's why I was a little bit more nervous, but yeah, then we got to Florida, and then the next day, we went to Magic Kingdom, Um, obviously, everybody here knows big Disney stands, and yeah, it was so much fun, and just so much fun, like, seeing all four of them have never been before, I don't think. Maybe Joe when he was a kid, but just all of them experiencing it for the first time and like the first time together. And like, I don't know, it's just so much fun. And I think like, obviously it's very expensive to go. And so I think that this time around sold us that like we want to get passes because every single time that we go for one day and just Cole and I, it's like $350. And I'm like, I'd rather put that towards a pass. So stay tuned on if we get Disney passes, but that just feels like the next step. I'm pretty sure I can get a pass like through my parents' address, so we'll see. Um, But yeah, and then we spent the week basically with them, and then Peter arrived on Sunday, and so we left on Wednesday. Peter arrived on Sunday. We all went to Volcano Bay together, the water park that we I have talked about before that I'm obsessed with has the crazy river it's a lot of fun um so we all went there together again very fun um and then Joe and Shayla left on Tuesday and then us and Peter stayed until Friday so yeah we were there Wednesday to Friday which now like think like I don't know it's just a little bit over a week but it just felt like a long time and then especially like once Peter was there like we just slowed down a ton and so it was like it was just really nice like we caught up on work and like but could do it like laying by the pool and the whole week just called for a bunch of rain and it didn't rain a ton so that was really nice um but yeah I'm trying to think if there's any other life updates that came with that we got home and like just hit the ground running (laughs) like I shot we got home on Friday and I shot a wedding on Saturday um as a second shooter which is just the best if you're a photographer I just love being a second shooter because it is literally like zero pressure (laughs) like I don't know at least I feel it like unless like there's like a specific shot at a specific time like that the lead shooter wants you to get I just feel so chill so I was just vibing and it was just great vibes all day and that doesn't happen very often so I was very thankful for that and then yeah we've just been chilling I honestly like love we're getting ready to go on another trip next week finally you've literally all been hearing about this since January but Cape Cod is upon us and so I think we leave next Thursday and while we're there, 
I think we've already talked about this, but going to be recording a core five episode. So we're really excited. The husbands will be on and Peter, of course. And you guys, I have to address this with you. You (laughs) sent in the, we said, ask the boys, like, what kind of questions, like, would you, like, ask, like, your guy best friend or, like, do you just want the boys to answer in general, all three of them? Oh, my gosh. First of all, I think in, like, the first, not even day, it was, like, the first eight hours, maybe, we had 35 responses, which is just, like, maybe even more than that, honestly, but just so quickly, like, that was the most responsive responses we've easily gotten on something. And we were like, these women just have questions and they need them answered and they need them answered now. But again, I feel like maybe we've opened the door, but like you guys just love talking about sex. Like you just, you eat it up. Like I, we didn't, had no intention of ever being this sexy podcast, but you guys keep asking the questions and so we'll see what the boys have to say, but I'm sure that'll make them extremely uncomfortable. Uh, but if you have not yet, you still have op- an opportunity, chance, because by the time this comes out, we will be getting ready to leave for Cape Cod. So um, I'm sure we'll post on our Instagram um, another like link where you can go ask the boys some questions and we'll record at some point on our trip. Uh, but I am very excited about that. I'm very excited to not be flying and and that it's driving. We don't have any flights, I think, scheduled for the rest of the summer, I think. I think we're going to like kind of lay low. June and or like May and June are always the busiest like time because I've talked about this before, I think, but like our schedule really is just working for a church is just so interesting. And so it's around August we'll start talking about Christmas. And so it's like you need to be around for meetings and everything. But it's like usually by the time you're like locked in for sure, like you might be able to swing a trip in September, but you're locked in for sure by October. So that's why like we had talked about stuff for Christmas last year before our wedding and then we went away on our honeymoon and like things were changed about Christmas. So it's like our wedding was October 1st and like we were on our honeymoon the week after that. And so it's like decisions are being made, things are happening, meetings are happening. So you really have to be there and like not be on any trips. Um, so yeah, we're kind of on from September to April and then it's like once Easter is over, we like are like released. It feels like where it's like, okay, like, and we've like taken small trips, like on the in-between, like, especially after Christmas, we're like, like when we went to, um, Florida and Mexico, like for that week, um, it was like, we can get away. Like, you're still allowed to leave. Like, of course. But it's like, you can't just take off for long periods of time. So, but yeah, since I've started working at church, which it's been four years now, every May, I feel like I'm never in Pittsburgh. And so, we always, like, kind of plan our trips around then. So, like, this year, we were in California at the end of April and the beginning of May. And then we're home for a decent bit. Like, we honestly weren't gone that much, I don't think, during May. And then it was the last week of May we went to Florida and then we're back for a week. Then we'll go to Cape Cod. And then we're back for a week or two, maybe a week and a half, a little bit longer than that. And then uh, we're planning to go to New York with Peter. And then really after that, we are home. We have nothing else scheduled, I don't think, um, for a little bit. And I think I'm just going to enjoy being at home. 
hold me to that though because I I don't know I this kind of goes into like one of my bullet points but I feel feel bad but this is now my let's see I moved here in summer of 2015 so I'm like oh my gosh what year is it oh my gosh that's eight years right this will be my eighth year here and we kind of went back and forth like a few times in between that um but I have entered my Pittsburgh hate era. And hate is definitely a strong word. I don't hate it, but I'm just like, it's kind of giving me the ick recently. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm ready for a change and like, don't be dramatic. Nothing's going to happen anytime soon, but it's just not doing it for me right now. Like just the not having easy, accessible pools or like water to go swim in that's not going to be extremely crowded gives me the ick. And it's summertime, baby. I want to be, again, pretension is speaking. I'm a thousand percent aware, but I want to be at the beach. I grew up at the beach every single weekend and we also had a pool in our backyard. So like when it was 107 degrees in the Inland Empire, which is where I grew up, um, we would just jump in the pool. And so, if you hear that, that's my ice machine. Um, And last year, we, oh gosh, this was awful. Like, we had, so we had Kennywood passes, and we're big fans of Kennywood. And it does the trick. Like, it's very Pittsburgh-esque, and it can be fun, and it can be a vibe. Last year, we were planning a wedding. We got engaged in May, and we were getting married in October. So our summer like didn't exist at all. And I so I'm very excited for summer this year to like actually have a summer. But we went to Sandcastle one day for Joe's birthday and it was on a Saturday. Oh my gosh, I have never seen that many people. And also it was like the hottest day too, all of a sudden. I was dripping sweat and like you you had to wait in line for like the lazy river and like just stuff like that. You couldn't freely go in, which like I understand the safety precaution behind it, but there was just so many people that I was just, I don't think, I think I went to the wave pool and that was like the only water I touched because everything else was so long of a wait. And I was just like, I just need to be in the water because it's so hot. And so Sandcastle was a no like for us this year. And after that, like, there are some really cool places and, like, uh, like streams and, like, rivers in Ligonier that you can go to, but I feel like a lot of people know about them, and so it's, like, all that stinks. Jen and Tan do have, like, a community pool that's really cute because it is, like, all freshwater from their creek. I'm pretty sure that's all the right verbiage on that, um, and so that's really cute, but it also needs to be really hot because it is really cold since it's coming straight from the creek. So that's the only thing about that. But I did enjoy that last year and just being like around there. Um, both of Jen's parents, like Tanner's parents and Jen's parents, have pools too. So we do have options here. But all of that to say, we got back from Florida and Cole was like, we need a pool. And I was like, thank you so much because that will help my Pittsburgh hate. I'm just, I'm just bored. I'm bored and I'm like, I I need more. It's not giving me the pizzazz it once did and it really kind of happens in summertime. So, because I'm just like winter, I don't know. 
like winters here kind of suck because it's like so cold. So I'm looking for summer to really do more and it's just not anymore. So stay tuned. Hopefully I get out of this funk because I have free housing here. So it makes sense (laughs) to be here and jobs here, but you know, we will see. Wow. That was a really long intro, really long life update, but I will say I have my special drink. Um, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before, but this, um, cause I'm recording, it is now 930 at night. Um, but I just was like, I want to, I want to get this out there cause we have a busy weekend coming up. So I was like, I just want to record my episode, um, and chat with all of you. So my nighttime special drink is tart cherry juice with coconut water. And it's more, it's like three parts cherry juice, one part the coconut water. So, um, one second, let me take a little sip. So cute. Also my little straw. I don't know if you can see it that Maggie got me. I think it's so cute and I want to get more fun straws just like it. Okay. That was brief interruption. My sister came home. I'm sitting in the living room. I guess I didn't even introduce where I was sitting, but I'm in our living room and we usually record in my, our kitchen just around the corner over there. What I was saying was tart cherry juice. Um, so I saw an Instagram that I follow post about it and they were like, we drink these with dinner and like, they just call them like tart cherry nightcaps. We drink these with dinner and tart cherries help produce, naturally produce melatonin in your body, AKA helping you sleep better. And I'm not going to lie. I believe it. Like I have slept like great since like starting it, but let me like everybody here, like from the health episode and just what I've talked about in general. And I'm like, you, I feel like you know my relationship with sleep, but it has been a journey and there are a lot of things that I have implemented to help me sleep better. The current routine, thank you for asking, is I don't eat any gluten throughout the day. (laughs) And if I do eat gluten, it is very small. Like I'm trying to think of like examples. Like it literally has to be like a pastry. And like when we were in Florida, I was actually pretty proud of myself. I stuck to gluten-free pretty well and on Disney is incredible about like having gluten dairy-free allergy like friendly options universal they could not care less I cannot stand universal's food like it is so gross and just like just not the best like I don't know literally like one day I was like I want a salad and I, I kid you not, less than the size of, I'm trying, if you can see this right now, it's probably like that big. And it was a tomato and mozzarella salad, like the size of like a gecko salad. Honestly, maybe gecko even sells bigger salads. $15, $15. And I was like, no, I'm so sorry. I'm not buying that. And anyways, their food just sucks. So I have to have very limited gluten throughout the day. And then I have my tart cherry juice either with dinner or like right before uh, I get ready for bed. And like I'll just take it into like our room with me. We'll watch Modern Family. I'll sip on it. And then one thing I also have really come to love and I think it really does make me sleepy. Would love to know more of the science behind it. But is my acupressure mat. I love that thing. I put it on my Christmas list uh, for Cole's Family Gift Exchange um this year and I got it 
and it's just on Amazon. There definitely are expensive ones that you can get, but I'm pretty sure mine was like 25 to 30 bucks. Like it's pretty inexpensive and I just lay on it um, on my back uh, again while I watch Modern Family and I really like just feel it start to like get sleepy in my eyes. And so, you know, just those three things and you'll sleep perfectly. So I don't know. I have done like I've stuck with like also I just love cherry flavored things and so now that like I've started drinking it I'm just like well it's just one more special drink to throw into the mix for the day and so I like it a lot and some people do it with like a sparkling water and I don't know how I came up with coconut water but I was like coconut water is good for you it's like extra hydrating so it's not a bad thing and I don't know just yeah it tastes good there are definitely a lot of different ones that you can get um, as of right now, my personal favorite is from Whole Foods and it is like $10, which is a lot to spend on juice. But I did see the other day, it is available at Walmart for $5. So might start shopping at Walmart or I might do a grocery pickup and see how much money I save. Also, now that farmer's markets are back, I'm going to see how much I can get at a farmer's market. How cute. So, hopefully I can go to my first one this week. Um, And then there's one from Trader Joe's, which is the one that I'm drinking right now. That is also like $5. It's not as good. I'll tell you now. They are not all created equally. And then, tonight, I was, had to get like a few things at Target. Controversial, I'm aware. And I was like, oh, I need more juice. I wonder if they have my juice. And Cole found one, and it's Target branded. So stay tuned if you're still shopping at Target on if the tart cherry juice from there is good. So that is what I'm drinking, my nighttime drink. Um, Yeah, also in general, I have so many thoughts. I'm so sorry that I'm going to be jumping all over the place, but they kind of relatively lead into each other. Um, Happy Wednesday anyways. (laughs) Um, But I have grown to love because I've created my nighttime routine where it's like, I'll come home from work, make dinner, have my special drink. Sometimes it's like just a sparkling water. Sometimes I'm ready to have my cherry juice, make dinner, have dinner. We'll watch a show out maybe in the living room before we go into the bedroom. And then I'll like wash my face and have my other, my tart cherry juice, lay on my mat. We'll watch Modern Family. Sometimes I'll have ice cream. Have I spoken about the Jenny's birthday cake ice cream oh my gosh it is genuinely and I I do like ice cream a lot it is genuinely the best ice cream I've ever had in my life it's like birthday buttercream cake birthday cake maybe it's like buttercream birthday cake ice cream the cake bits in it are gluten-free so that's awesome and I'm kind of starting to implement more of a dairy-free diet again just occasionally not super strict but just occasionally. Don't freak out. Um, so I'm trying to stay away from it a little more because it's not dairy-free. But oh my gosh, every single bite has sprinkles. Every single bite has a piece of cake. And it's just buttercream goodness. Oh, it's so good. So sometimes I'll have a little bit of ice cream in bed. And I have just grown to love the nighttime. I love getting ready for bed. And I love obviously going to sleep. And then that bleeds into my morning. I love my mornings. I 
and it it varies be, like depending on you know where I'm at in my cycle depending on what the schedule is for that week some days I have to go into the office some days I don't some days I'm waking up at 6 a.m some days I'm sleeping till nine nine's a little bit of a that's dramatic but I have grown to love a 6 a.m workout class and on top of that I love a 6 a.m cycling class my parents when they lived here had a peloton and I rode it occasionally but then like as it got closer to like them leaving I didn't ride it like ever and they took it with them to Florida but now I have class pass so if I'm sorry if I've talked about this before but class pass you just have credits and then you can go to a bunch of different gyms inputs or and honestly anywhere which is really nice like when I'm in Florida I can go use it at places in Florida so that's really nice um but Zenergy here in Pittsburgh, if you are local, it's in Shadyside. I love it so much and I just think it's so fun. I have been off of my cardio literally like for 10 years. Like I there's a class at Pure Bar that's like much more cardio based and I avoid it like the plague. I hate it. I just hate getting my heart rate up. I hate being out of breath. I hate like sweating a ton. It's just not it has never been my vibe. So, but going, I was like, I'm just going to branch out and go to the cycling class. And I fell in love with it. It's so much fun. It's like such good energy. It's 45 minutes and like, it just feels so quick. And it, it really is like a full body workout. Like there's an arm section and then like, you'll be riding the bike and you'll like do crunches. Like that sounds really weird, but like, I promise it like makes sense. But I've just fallen in love with it. And so I'm trying to spend all my credits as energy now. Um, so then that has kind of led to like, okay, maybe I should incorporate more cardio into my workout again. So my parents also had a Peloton tread. So then that tread is still in our basement because it was too big for them to take to Florida. So I'm like, maybe I should start running on it more. When I was in Florida, we like, we have the Peloton app and everything. And I did a 30 minute Peloton run. I have not ran for enjoyment I genuinely actually can't remember the last time like I like before this that I ran for a workout for fun I played softball like with our church for a few years and like I ran the bases but even then like it's like not even that big of a thing um but I genuinely I feel like I've taken a 10-year hiatus off of running because once I like didn't play softball for in high school anymore like I just it was never never what I wanted to do so which is really funny because I actually think I just told this to Cole recently and he was like I didn't know that about you I think when I was like 13 to 15 I ran three half marathons 13 to 15 three half marathon half marathons 13.1 miles and I just can't believe I did that and I remember at that age I was like by 18 I'm gonna run a marathon yeah absolutely not no no way like and at 24 I definitely don't want to run a marathon but I would consider doing a half marathon again I don't know just for the flex of it now being in a different city it's like a big thing in Pittsburgh like when and it just happened so I'm like if I want to get ready for next year I got a lot of time but I've just really been loving running and cardio recently so it's been a real 180 shift over here but still doing like strength training and like and pure bar and stuff like that so I personally love class pass if you want my little code 
save us each a little money maybe i'll throw it in the show notes or you can text me or dm the the podcast but i've been loving that and just having options and then on top of that peter and i have been talking about going to a crossfit class together because that is also something i used to do when i was in high school one of my youth teachers owned a crossfit gym and she would like let us just like come there and yeah that was probably the most in shape I have ever been in my life I was playing softball and doing CrossFit like when I didn't have games and so I'm like trying to I'm trying to get back to that we'll see anyways that again those are just some of my free thoughts that were just like off the dome here just like I wanted to mention to all of you guys um so now I'm gonna go to my list of things I wanted to talk about or refresh your memory on maybe on in some cases First one being, Man Crush Monday. Do you remember? So I think I saw a post, or when did Instagram, it was like 2008. That checks out. It would have been like 10. Um, That Instagram went live, like they launched Instagram. And I remember people were waiting with bated breath to be posting their Man Crush Monday. You could not post it on Wednesday. If you found a photo of Chris Hemsworth, you had to hold on to it until the following Monday where you could post it for uh, for Man Crush Monday. And then 8 a.m. before school, you were posting hashtag Man Crush Monday. And I just think it's so funny. I think I saw a post from somebody recently and I was like, or like I was maybe I was stalking somebody's Instagram and I was like, oh my gosh, this literally was a movement. Like we all did this like every single week and and flashback friday oh gosh what else oh there's throwback thursday flashback friday those were that was the same thing you're just like if you missed thursday you got another chance on friday i'm trying to think if there's anything else if there's anything else i'm of like those wasn't there like a thirsty thursday or like thirsty tuesday or something that was like the backup to man crush monday wasn't there also <laughs> sorry now they're all coming back to me way back Wednesday am I making all of this up correct me if I'm wrong dm me or dm the podcast any more ideas that you had on this um but yeah that was my first thought like that really had a chokehold on our generation um okay I'll save this up these two kind of go together so I'll skip those for now another topic I'd like to discuss and obviously you've been around since we've started the podcast in January so you know new year's resolutions and stuff like that but I am now six months alcohol free cue the applause yay yay Ashley um our friend Joe is also alcohol free and we didn't like do a pack together or anything I was just like I don't think I'm gonna have alcohol for the year and he was like oh my gosh I was gonna do the same thing and I was like no way and so we're really leading the charge within our friend group and we both are just kind of like everyone I don't know if like I don't know if a ton of people have asked him some people have asked me but like do you feel like incredible do you feel like amazing and I will say I don't feel that much different where I don't know I think like towards the end of it was like a end like November December even like around like our wedding like even back to like October I remember saying to Cole like I'm not going to drink a ton at our wedding because I like want to be present I don't want to be wasted and then we went to Greece and like we drank 
and like that was like fun like whatever but it was just like slowly the end of the year last year I just started losing interest in alcohol and so I was already kind of phasing out it's not like I was like going like hard and then like stopped immediately so it just was it's hard to pinpoint and I'm like yeah like I don't miss like having two or three drinks and then waking up the next morning kind of feeling like crap in my stomach I don't miss that obviously but there isn't anything that like I feel like it really added but it's just the absence of feeling sick or nauseous when you have too much to drink so that's kind of like you know with it being June now that's like my six month update but on top of that I feel since being sober I have gone like obviously when I go out like either for bars or restaurants like um obviously I'm like I still participate in like going out with our friends and stuff but I'll just be like oh can I have a Shirley Temple or can I have a Coke or like whatever but some restaurants and we notice this a lot in Florida are have a uh like a mocktail menu or like a non-alcoholic menu and I feel like that's new which leads me to my point of I feel like alcohol is the new cigarettes so what I'm what I mean is obviously back in like the 50s and everything 50s 60s people were smoking everyone smoked you smoked on planes you smoked in restaurants hotel rooms like everywhere and then don't ask me when (laughs) but eventually it was like oh hey this is actually destroying our bodies and like our lungs we shouldn't do this so then it, it was not as socially acceptable as it once was like obviously people still smoke but they're like, hey, we've actually learned all of this stuff. Like, maybe we shouldn't do this. I feel like alcohol is becoming that way. And this is in no way to say, like, I am now superior, better than anybody because I do not drink. But I just have noticed that other people are also joining in. And I said to Cole, like, I will probably, like, after this year, because, like, I'm like, I just want to make it, like, the year of, like, no alcohol. Because, like, I made this pact to myself. But then after that, I was listening to a podcast and the one guy on the podcast was like, I don't want 30, oh gosh, I'm going to mess this up, 30% of my days out of the year, I'll allow myself a drink. So you do the math on that. Like, it's not a ton of days. And so I'm like, maybe something like that, maybe even like 10% of 365. Um because I'm just like not like interested anymore like I don't know but I will say I do miss a nice cold flute of champagne oh it really does hit like and it's just so classy and so simple it stands alone doesn't need theatrics like I mean I loved it in a French 75 but something about just a, a glass of champagne really hits and so I do miss that and so when it's like the year is over maybe I'll do like an occasional like at weddings for toasts and stuff yesterday I was in a situation where like people were toasting champagne and I just like took the cup and then like tucked it away I was like it's not worth explaining and people are always like so you're pregnant and I'm like no no I'm not um which I honestly haven't had a ton of people ask I feel like I'm like I'm offended but I feel like everyone always told me and this is great as a society that we're getting better at this but it's like you get married and then immediately people are like well when are you having kids when are you having kids and 
we didn't get a ton of that from some family members but and i told them to not bring it up again and then after that nothing (laughs) but yeah i feel like not drinking would be like a big thing that people would be like thinking that i was pregnant but i haven't experienced that a ton so now i've set myself up really well where when when i am pregnant no one's gonna know because they're like oh she just doesn't drink so i'm thinking about the long game here this is all just to fool people and be mysterious um just you know whatever (laughs) anyways so i feel like that's maybe where we're moving i feel like people are drinking less that could just be me could just be my friend group i don't know let me know your thoughts on that. I want all of the feedback in this episode. I want you, it's it's, because I don't, I can't banter with Jenna, so I need to banter with you. Um, okay. Okay, so it's that just us girls here, right? And maybe a few, a few guys, but I feel uncomfortable posting about this on my social media because I'm just like, my pastors follow me. Like, this is weird. Um, but I need to let you know about something that has absolutely changed my life. And this shouldn't be as awkward as it is to talk about. But we're going to talk about it here on the Let's See Reef podcast is a safe space. And yeah, anyways, I'll cut to the point. Um, I have been using a menstrual cup for almost a year now. And it is one of the single greatest things that's ever happened to me. I will explain. Um, I always had like clean, like clean tampons, like, and, or at least what I thought to remember like a year ago when they were like, actually there's like titanium dioxide and all of these. And I'm like, super cool. Can't trust anything. Um, so it was around that, like I, anyways, I was buying from that brand that was like promoted to be super clean, found out that they weren't. And I had seen a lot of people that I follow be like, a cup is a way to go. And I'm like, ah, like, I don't know. It's so freaky. And I ended up getting one. It was like last summer from like V for your Viv, I think is what it's called. I'll try to remember all this stuff so I can like link it in the show notes. Um, but 20 bucks and I'm pretty sure you're supposed to replace it after like a year. So I need to be replacing it soon, but $20 for an entire year. And when I tell you that I was always having issues with tampons and was just couldn't keep up, was leaking, TMI, I'm sorry. Um, It was just not the vibe. The first like two days were just miserable. And because I was just like, am I going to freaking like bleed through my pants? I don't know. Like this is so annoying to like just live life like this with the cup. Literally don't even think about it. I have to empty it maybe every six hours. And then after that, it's good for like, after like the first few days, it's good for like up to 12. And it's so much cleaner, it feels like. Just like rinse it out. And when, this is like my cute little tip. So if you have a cup already, this is my tip. Um, Dr. Bronner's sells these tiny little like hand soaps, um, like travel size. Like I, you, we, I think Jenna and I have talked about it before. We use it for, like, body wash. But, like, you can literally use Dr. Bronner's for anything under the sun. It's just, like, Castile soap. Um, so, I use that to wa- rinse and wash my cup. And so, I got this tiny one for traveling. So, when I was, like, going to, like, different, like, amusement parks, I just put it in my fanny pack. And it was so cute. Um, 
but yes it has literally changed my life and i feel like i was buying tampons like literally once a month and at like ten dollars times 12 like that's a lot of money to be spending on tampons so twenty dollars for the entire year it changed my life it might not be for you but I just needed to get it off my chest because again, I feel too uncomfortable posting it on my Instagram story and this is a safe space. You send us disgusting sex questions and comments and I get to tell you about what I use for my period. What a nice little exchange we got going here, okay? All right, so now that we're past that awkward part, I want to talk about barking. <laughs> I have been, I've been barking at Cole recently and I think it is the funniest thing. We'll be sitting on the couch and he'll even be telling me a story in mid-sentence. I'll just start barking at him. And it catches him off guard. It scares him. And it brings me so much joy. I think it is the funniest thing ever. And I've been doing it loud and sometimes I even do it in public to embarrass him. There's no greater joy that I'm currently experiencing than putting him in that awkward position. So, if you're looking for something new, I'm not saying it's sexy to try with your husband, try barking at him and humble yourself in the process and then also embarrass him and remind him how lucky he is. Um, also, okay. Also, a new thing that I am into which honestly I will attribute to Tanner. I don't know if he will take credit for this, but I will attribute it to him. I have been loving the word freak. I think it is very funny. And, but you can't just throw it out willy-nilly. It has, there has to be a time and a place to pull out this word. And I don't think I can actually disclose instances off the top of my head without just airing out too much dirty laundry but just know if I call you a freak if I feel comfortable enough to use the word freak around you then you're a real one and I've really and that was probably my once one a day use of the word and so I've just really been feeling that recently I'm so sorry (laughs) that I'm putting you all through this okay so I want to go back to stuff that was at like the top of my list kind of going off of Florida I have had a complete change of heart on this topic from two years ago two years ago yeah um traveling with children I am a huge lover of kids I have loved kids since I was a kid I was a nanny like when or like I started babysitting when I was really young and then was a nanny when I was 18 um, to three boys and then from there was a nanny for a few years and then now I am, oh that kind of sounded like British oh, I am I am surrounded by friends who all have kids and so obviously Jenna has Monty and she is in like such a good phase right now and I love they're all kind of spaced out so like I kind of said Joe and Shayla have Ellie she's seven and uh, they have Farah, who is 15 months. And I swear that 15 months to two years old is like one of the best phases. Like they're learning things, they're starting to talk, and they're just so sweet. And it's just a great phase. And then Monty's on the younger side at six months. 
And so I just love all of these different kids in our lives right now. And I I wasn't even nervous, like, about traveling with, like, Joe and Shayla's kids. First of all, like, I mean, they're really well-behaved and, like, they're just really funny. But the entire trip, like, was so filled with joy because, like, they were there. And I know Jenna was really, I'm like, she wouldn't mind if I said this. I know she was nervous about, like, us going to Cape Cod with them and, like, traveling with Monty and everything. But I'm, like, so excited because, and I know that after my experience in Florida, like, she is really happy because, and it's, like, a relief. But, like, Cole and I just, like, love being with kids, and like, on vacation. And, again, it's much different because we are not parents, like, even at the end of the night, we walked away from them and they slept in a room with their parents. Like, I'm not saying vacation, like, parents need to take their kids on vacation and, like, I look down on you if you do. Not at all. I am just saying, if you are a friend of someone who has kids now and it is an option, like, if they can either go on the trip with their kids or can't go at all, hopefully that made sense, like, let their kids come it's so much fun and they kids say the most wild things you want to know what ellie said to us this week she opened up a story multiple times with my friend died my friend from kindergarten died last week and we're like oh my gosh ellie like i'm so sorry like what and we're like you're trying to get the words and she follows it up with he he was in a can and there weren't holes poked in it so he suffocated and you're just like, wait, what? And she said, he was a cricket. <laughs> and you're like, what? And she said that story so many times before Shayla was like, honey, you have to get a different opening. Like, you have to open it up, like, differently. And they're just so funny. Another thing Ellie said, we, it was Memorial Day. And she told me multiple times, Eki, when we go home, we should make something with um, blueberries all crushed up and we should lay them out in like a sheet and then get some tomatoes and cut them and then maybe some onions too and cut them in the shape of a star. And I said, honey, why? <laughs> like, what are you, why? And she was like, because it's Memorial Day. And so Ellie wanted to take tomatoes, onions, and blueberries to make a flag and again, I don't, I couldn't, I can see the vision, but I couldn't see how it was going to fulfill our stomachs, and like, any, anyways, but it was really funny, she said that to Shayla, and Shayla was like, oh, yeah, what if we did blueberries, strawberries, and yogurt, like, that could be good, and Ellie from the back seat was like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea, that's wit, that's a great idea, mama, great, and so it was just like, what? Like, they just say the best things. And so, if you're a friend who, if you're a friend to someone who has kids, be kind on them. Invite them on vacation still. It might mess with the vibe. You might have to pivot a little bit. But that leads me to my second point. Don't be afraid to do different things on vacation. Not everybody has to do the same thing. I feel like when you go on vacation with big group or even just like another family or like a group of friends in general they're like we have to stick together I don't think that's the case and I think if everybody was accepting of that 
then it would make for a much easier vacation because if you want to go get um wake up at 7 a.m well this actually would be something that i want to do and if i wanted to wake up at 7 a.m and go to the bakery in obx for apple uglies like i mean that's a callback uh i have never actually tasted an apple ugly but someone sent in a story about that if i want to go wake up and go to that bakery at 7 a.m i'm not going to force all you to do it with me i want i want to do that so i'm going to go have that experience with or without you you shouldn't have to feel responsible for wanting to come but there are often that people are like oh gosh like 7 a.m like i don't i don't know about that and i'm just like i I, like if you want to come you can I wasn't really inviting you but you're more than welcome to but I feel like that is why our friend trip friend group trips have been great over the past three or the past few years because everyone's comfortable with saying what like things that they want to do like okay well we're gonna go grab lunch here if you want to have food at the house that's totally fine have food at the house literally no harm I am not upset that you want to do something different I am not angry at you. I just want to make it very clear. We can go do separate things and then come back together because when we come back together, then we'll both be happy and satisfied. So food for thought. Think of that as you go on vacations with people maybe this summer, but that truly is how our friend group has thrived over the past few years where it's like, no harm. You go do your thing and you come back refreshed. Okay. I don't know how long I've been talking for at this point. I have a random story in here, but then I also have a few more things that I want to hit. Let's talk about TV. Okay. In my opinion, I haven't watched a ton of reality TV before, but in my opinion, one of the best reality TV TV shows, I don't think Jenna have ever, and I have ever talked about this on the podcast, but I got her hooked on it. So I know she'll back me on this. One of the best reality TV shows out there. And I have great news for you. I'm going to tell you what it is. And there are 10 seasons of it. So now you can, which I guess summer is not really binging TV summer. But if you need a show for a long road trip, download this. Below Deck. Below Deck. And if you have watched Below Deck before, you know what I'm talking about. But don't, I actually spoke too soon. There are 10 seasons of just Below Deck where this like crew, well, okay. There are 10 seasons of just Below Deck, but now there are spinoffs off of Below Deck. So there's Below Deck Mediterranean, Below Deck Australia, Below Deck Yacht Sailing. So it's really layered now. There has to be a few, a decent season, amount of seasons of Mediterranean. I think two of Yacht Sailing, one of Australia. I discovered this, I think, when I was in high school. Basically, the whole concept is it follows this yacht crew around, and it's a charter yacht, so a bunch of, not a bunch, well, yeah, throughout the season, a bunch of rich people charter this yacht for, like, two days, two or three days, and the TV show follows the crew around, shows, like, the relationships between close quarters and, like, if people aren't doing their jobs and how intense the guests can be at times. It is crack cocaine. (laughs) I love this show so much. And genuinely, like, I'm not even, like, a faithful follower of it because I forget about it a lot. And, like, 
I don't have, like, I don't know. I just, it's on Hulu. Hulu and Peacock, I think. There are a, at least a few seasons on Pe- or on Hulu, but I think they're moving everything over to Peacock. It's also on Bravo. I'm pretty sure. Oh, gosh, now I'm regretting it. I'm pretty sure it's on Bravo. Um, It's incredible. So do yourself a favor and start Below Deck if you need a new show. I've never really been into The Housewives, but I'm considering it. I just, I'm walking into my reality TV era, I guess, but I honestly need to check if there's a new season of Below Deck, um, or one of the spinoffs just because it's just so good. And there's a lot of crossover that happens. So a lot of like people from other seasons will come back and just the dynamics are just so interesting. People on the crew will hook up with each other they'll start dating each other they'll swap like and just so much drama and it's so good but on top of that I wasn't really a keep being up with a Kardashians person growing up it wasn't until recently that like I maybe like maybe in high school like I binged like a few seasons but there's no way I like watched the entire thing but since the Kardashians have been on Hulu I've been watching every season that comes out. So the new season came out recently, I think at the end of May. And so I've watched the first two episodes and our girls over at what we said kind of gave some feedback. And I agree with them that they're just not giving a ton. And obviously they're, it's reality TV, but they're the executive producers on the show. Like, and they're the freaking Kardashians. They're not going to release anything that they don't sign off on. So, like, because I've been watching Love is Blind, too. Like, that might have been the last season I watched of Love is Blind. But they're like, they framed it in this, this, and this, this way. That doesn't happen with the Kardashians. They tell it exactly how they want it to be told. So, I don't know. But I I know I was going to say, am I entertained by it? I'm definitely entertained. Will I continue to watch it? Absolutely. But, I don't know. It's not doing enough for me and I also just like I haven't been watching a ton of tv like I watch modern family before bed but I do watch youtube I love youtube some of my favorite people Jason Marie Smith of course Kenzie Elizabeth I love her long form vlogs like she'll do like a week in a life vlog that are like 45 minutes and I like that and I know Jenna said she's gonna walk into her vlogging era and I might have to join her it just looks so fun and I'm like, I could carry around a little camera. Like, how cute would that be? Um, who else do I follow? Oh, well, this is a local shout out. But, of course, my one of my best friends, Katie, who's also my boss. But um, she has a YouTube channel. She kind of talks about all things Disney, all things travel. Um, and it's really, really cute. If you travel with kids at all, you need to go check out her channel. Uh, a whole Newell, N E w-e-l-l um newell world and her content is really cute and she just gives a ton of tips about traveling with kids and stuff like that and then on top of that her husband ed is a credit card finance money connoisseur where the past few years he has like not manipulated is not the right word because it's like obviously all legal 
but he has done insane credit card math and knowledge on how to get them a bunch of free trips, free flights, free hotels and stuff. And so I need to go back and watch his, oh, what's, I think he's just Ed Newell. I don't think he has like a name for his like channel. Uh, but yeah, look him up on YouTube as well. Um, but yeah, he has a Europe one. They went to Europe last September. I need to go back and watch it because Nicole and I definitely want to go back to Europe next summer. We went to Greece in October and it was incredible. And we want like a, a nice two week long like Greece vacation next year. Greece, no, Europe vacation next year. I would go back to Greece for like a little bit. Um, but kind of do like a nice big trip and so I need to go learn from Ed uh but yeah he has like a Europe one a Hawaii one and just like how you can use like everyday spending on credit cards and earn free stuff out of it so it's like money that you're spending anyways and putting it towards like rewards and trips like this like that all right I think I've been talking for a long time um and I think that completes my list I had a story on here but I'm trying to decide if I want to share it or not. Okay, I'll share it with you. You were begging, weren't you? You were screaming into your car and you were like, Ashley, please, please tell us the story. Okay, everybody calm down. I'll tell you the story. So I'll leave you with this today, kids. One second. Let me take a sip of my cherry juice so I'll be ready to tuck myself into bed after this. Delicious. Um, okay. Oh my gosh. Wait, people ask me questions. <gasps> Oh no, I'm so sorry. I completely forgot to answer these questions. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, wait, I screenshotted it. Okay. I'm the worst. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing so good on time. Now I'm definitely going to go over. Yikes. So maybe one of those stories will come, maybe the story that I was going to need to share will come in to play in these questions. Okay. Somebody asked, "What?" I'll try to speed run these. What's your one of your core childhood memories? Thank you so much for asking. I had one unlocked um, actually tonight. So I feel like there's like two maybe. I grew up at Disney like as a kid and everything. So just like all of like that Disney experience is like a core memory. But I, this core memory was unlocked for me tonight. I had to like run something over to I was dropping off something to Katie um at a baseball field and her son where her son was like playing a t-ball game it was really cute and I the parking lot was packed and I like said to Cole I was like I forget sometimes that literally 10 years of my life was spent playing softball and like every single night of the week we were like at the softball field and it's just so crazy like when you get older just like how much you forget about that stuff but like if we weren't playing we'd go watch other people play and like you're sitting and like cheering people on then you go up to the um the concession stand you get a hot dog or a pretzel oh my gosh like there's just like nothing like it and it just feels so like in the best way I mean this word it feels so childish and I'm just like oh I love that feeling like I wish I could go back and like hold on to that feeling and like just feeling like that was like everything that mattered was like how far I was going to get in this rec softball league if like our team was going to make it to the championship game 
and just like supporting my friends and like just feeling like softball was like my entire world and it's just so funny like because I'm not like that far removed from being 18 like is when I stopped playing but it's just so like funny how quickly you forget about things like that and so like the past two years we've played I played softball with like our church league and um that was like fun to like kind of reconnect with like that part of my life but yeah for like literally 10 years of my life I played softball like year-round it started in the fall like we played like fall rec ball and then all the way like through the spring and then when yeah spring was like when we played at high school too and middle school and there's just nothing like America's greatest pastime I love it so that is a core memory for me I guess sorry it wasn't super specific but favorite place I've lived yeah I mean I've only lived here like here and California so obviously I'm gonna have to go California I grew up in um Riverside California and I feel like when I obviously when you're like growing up somewhere everyone's like I'm getting out of my hometown and whenever I go back and visit now I'm just like have such an appreciation for it it is so close to everything um so like a lot of people don't know where Riverside is it is inland and you are literally an hour away from everything so you can get to the mountains in an hour the beach in an hour Palm Springs in an hour Joshua Tree in an hour um LA on a really good day in an hour and so you're just like central to a bunch of stuff which is just so nice like you can be to water or to the mountains in the same amount of time and so I have a lot of love and appreciation for Riverside and who knows maybe one day I'll live back there once again don't have any plans as of now but it's just very expensive but I do love it and yeah um what is your favorite thrift stores okay thank you so much for asking well and this also says for both of you but this was on my page so I don't know if Jenna saw this um but I know I can speak for both of us when I say Salvation Army don't make me regret this I'm not gatekeeping this so I'm gonna tell you uh Salvation Army in Latrobe on 30 apparently there is another one on in Latrobe but it's the one on 30 and it has a big yellow sign that says thrift store and it's really cute um a bunch of people from like Ligonier and Latrobe will just donate stuff there and they have no idea how good it is and so it's just a really like goaded thrift store um Cole Jenna and Tanner like all I don't know grew up but like in high school like they would go there and like obviously they've known about it much longer than I have then I came around and they showed me it and I was like wow this is pretty incredible um so that's a good one that's probably our top but local like not Latrobe or like Ligonier area um Cole and I love um oh my gosh St. Vincent de Paul um so that is on 22 and plum I was like, mm, I'm forgetting. Is it? No, is it not 22? I literally get it confused. 286. It's on 286 in Plum. I get 288. Oh my gosh. Pause. I get 286 and 22 confused constantly. It's just off of 22, but it's on 286. Um, St. Vincent de Paul. Honestly, Cole and I have gotten so much like house stuff from there. I'm trying to think if there's anything in this room. I'm not like I can show you anyways but we got our dresser and our nightstands from there on two separate occasions and they match 
and they're really cool like easily like some we could have resold it on facebook marketplace for like 500 dollars. um so yeah those are definitely our top two i don't really waste time going to other ones unless we're traveling okay fave smoothie recipes and what blender do you use new mom here and need quick healthy snacks okay you came to the right place i have a lot of snacks i feel like so i'll try to rattle off my smoothie recipe um okay raw milk milk of choice um is your base which also i was going through raw milk so quickly before i realized i used to do half water half milk i don't know where this idea left me but at some point i just went full milk but if you want to make obviously your milk last longer go half and half so half water half milk um a banana two one to two tablespoons of peanut butter a drizzle of honey oh my gosh my and then this is where i feel like i've talked about it before i pack on my supplements so i do a scoop of collagen magnesium um a vitamin c supplement and the beef liver when you mix the beef liver powder in here you can't taste it even a little bit and then some ice and blend it all up i use um oh my gosh it's not a ninja oh my gosh i'll have to post it <laughs> it's like nutribullet i think that that's what it is i got it for our wedding my friend sam got it for me and i'll post the link to it i need to remember that um but yeah it's just like a standalone i don't even use like a full blender it's one of those like like cups and then like you put like the like the blade on it and then you like stick it on it um and it's like that like smoothie recipe will work for Cole and I like it's enough for us both to have a smoothie and so yeah so I that's my go-to smoothie recipe I try to make it every morning because it gets us all of our vitamins and supplements in there um my favorite snacks I've talked about it before and I love hearing when I've influenced you guys um but someone told me that they tried the French onion dairy-free French onion dip from Kite Hill it's incredible it's been my go-to for a very long time so kettle cooked chips with that is my favorite but if you want to feel less slobby (laughs) for just having chips and dip um i love a chomp i love the chomp beef sticks i think they're so delicious and obviously i don't track like macros or protein or calories anything like that but obviously just any meat source is a great source of protein and so I love those. I put those in my lunch like at least every day. Pack them for weddings. Um, And then recently, actually, which I know a lot of places are coming out with things like these, but I saw this fruit bar at Trader Joe's and it was literally the ingredients said apples and mangoes. And I was like, okay, well, I'll try it. And it was like just like a fruit strip of just apples and mangoes mixed together. And I thought it was pretty good. I thought the flavor was really good on it. So something like that trying to think what else i love like a um rx bar um like that chocolate flavor is like my favorite but they during the summertime they're not a great summertime snack because they melt and they get everywhere um but i do love those i took those to disney um just any type of like gluten-free granola bar i vibe with but yeah honestly chomps are in like I pack those wherever I go. They're just, like, such a great, like, snack to have on hand and, like, they're healthy for you. Um, so, hopefully that helps. My favorite part of photography. 
Um, right now I've been really in, which I feel like I, it's not like I took a season off of this, but more recently I've been really into, um, family photography. It's just the best. And like sometimes, like there have only been a few instances where like a kid wasn't feeling it and like was mad the entire time. But most of the time, like the kids like warm up to me and like, I, it's just so fun, like being able to see like their personalities come out. But right now, my favorite part of photography just has to be capturing families and just, like, knowing that you're, like, it's like this in any, like, session or, like, instance in photography. Obviously, like, weddings, too, but it's, like, you're giving them something that they're going to hold on to and look at forever. And, like, that's just really special to know that. But especially families, I'm, like, this is, I'm handing you a photo are sending you a photo of like your kid frozen at five years old like you're gonna look at this photo of them at this age for years to come and I just think that's really special and so been really digging family sessions if you want to book me please do because I love them so much um my friend Shayla said how is she so nice and sweet I came that way <laughs> I don't know what was your dream childhood job or your childhood dream job um childhood okay this is so embarrassing but one time maybe a few times people told me that as a kid as a kid not as I am now I do not think this highly of myself but as a kid I looked like Miley Cyrus and basically what I have concluded is I was just white with long brown wavy hair. I'll post a photo. I have a photo with Miley Cyrus at that similar, like when people were telling me that I looked like her. And so I convinced myself that <laughs> there's no, <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling you this. This was like literally when I was like seven years old. But since all of these people were telling me, oh my gosh, she looked just like Miley Cyrus. Oh my gosh. I was like, they, Miley's people are going to find out that I am her doppelganger and they're going to call upon me and ask me to be like backup for her one day. Like when, like either she's sick, they're like, you have to go on. You look just like Miley. I cannot believe I'm admitting this. Again, I was seven. I was like so little, but So, if we're getting technical, my dream was to be Miley Cyrus. But around, like, oh, gosh. I don't know. Like, I'm like, when did it become realistic? I was always into fashion as a kid. So, I come, like, my middle school days, I was really convinced I'd go into, like, fashion merchandising. And I was going to live in New York and, like, be a fashion, like, buyer and, like, all of this stuff. And then I went to Bible college for two years. Which was definitely not a waste, but I didn't do anything with it. Um, but yeah, if we're to be technical, I definitely wanted to be Miley Cyrus. And I am not a good singer. I would literally be like, if we And I'm like, oh yeah, they're going to call on me. They're Miley, my people are waiting. Um, okay, last question. I'm so sorry, I almost forgot about these. You would have missed out on my solo. How did you get into photography slash start your business? Thank you for asking. Um, Honestly, I didn't want to for the longest time, but it kind of just came naturally like through church and I 
was running the photo team at church and I was like, well, I'm not, I'm in charge of the photo team. It was like kind of dropped in my lap because I was also in charge of social. So the two kind of felt like hand in hand together. And I was like, well, I'm running the photo team. I don't even know how to take a freaking photo. I will never forget like one of the first days someone was like, oh, I take photos. And I was like, cool, here, here's the camera. And I was like trying to figure out the settings on it. And I, this was probably in like 2018. Yeah, that sounds about right. 2018, 2019, maybe. And it kept, like, taking, like, I was taking photos on the camera, and it was, like, outside, too. And it was completely blown out, completely overexposed. And I was like, why is it doing that? I don't know what these numbers mean. Like, and was just like, okay, you need to teach yourself how to freaking use a camera. And so, like, I went home and just, like, watched YouTube videos. And I was like, oh, this is fun. And then I just enjoyed, like, shooting at church and then like shooting with like um like just capturing like little moments I remember I used to be a youth leader and like I had like hosted a sleepover with the girls and I was like oh let me take photos of you guys and like I still have them on my phone now I'm like oh it's so cute like I like can like just remember like take like sitting in my living room and stuff and like capturing those moments and then I don't really know like how it happened trying to think the first wedding I ever shot, well, okay, this will be, like, our clo- our closing story. Um, I So, I just had been taking more photos through church, and some people had asked, I hadn't really posted, like, a ton, though, but some people were like, oh, can you do my family photos? Oh, can you, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend, can you take our photos? Oh, can you do this? Can you do that? And it just kind of started hap- happening naturally, which is another point I will say, that the church is one of the best places to market yourself. If you are in a church and you have like a community and you have a business or something you're trying to promote, think of people that you can do like free advertising with. Like me and a girl at church, we do an exchange. I take photos for her. She does my hair. Just think of people that you can market for stuff like that. I truly think that the best, the church is like the best place to find people to just share your products or share your business. Um, And so then this guy asked me, we'll call him Bill. Um, He was like, hey, I need a second shooter for a wedding. Um, Can you do it? And I was like, I've never shot a wedding before. Like, I need you to know, like, full disclosure. And he was like, no, like, yeah, no, that's that's fine. Like, I can teach you. And but like, I've seen your your work and you're great. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And so I. I had like a micro wedding with him the day before, um, just at the courthouse a few hours. And then he was like, okay, tomorrow we have like a full wedding. And I was so nervous and I probably like checked my car 500 times, making sure my camera was still in it on the drive there. And then, um, I get there, the day is going fine. Um, honestly, like we had so much time built into the schedule. So I was like kind of sitting around and just like, I was like, wow, these are like what wedding days are like. This is like so slow and was just really vibing. Like I was having a great time. And then the ceremony happens and, uh, the, we're getting into family portraits afterwards. And I feel like all of the photographer people that, like, listen to this podcast are just going to cringe so hard at this. Like, this was just so tough. Just such a tough situation. Um, We're doing family portraits. And the lead photographer, what did I call him? Bill. 
like steps away to take a phone call and it's like at the peak moment of like family portraits where aunt susan bobby billy are all like in the photo and it's like massive and then and bill is like over on the phone and i'm like okay like why are you on the phone right now like you're like come on dude like and i just got like really frustrated so i was like oh hi like okay smile right here because the bride was like noticeably getting angry so like i snapped a few photos and i was like okay great and then he comes sprinting back over and he was like no 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 i'm the lead photographer i say when the photo's done and i was like okay dude but you were on the phone you were on the phone so like what's going on here so then he comes up to me and he like pulls me aside and i'm like am i really about to get in trouble for taking this freaking photo when you were on the phone and he was like we have a problem and i was like okay and he was like that was my wife on the phone and she just went into labor a few weeks early and i was like okay i will say i'm very calm cool collected for the most part under pressure i'm just like are automatically already thinking about like a solution and so i was like okay all right and he was like can you call anybody to come second shoot with you and again if you know wedding photography you're thinking at this point the ceremony's done we had done a first look i think it was all i'm trying to remember i think we still had to do bridal party photos but then after that once you're into the reception it's kind of smooth sailing for the most part you're eating dinner and then dances speeches dancing photos you're done and so again my first wedding ever ever And so I call, like, luckily, because I led the photo team at church, I had a pool of photographers to call. And so I called, excuse me, um, literally the first person I called picked up and he was like, yeah, I can be there 30 minutes. Sure. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. And so he came on his way. And when he got there, Bill left to go be with his wife in labor. Um, And I think they had the baby like that night. So that was a good thing that he left, but he got there with like plenty of time and I shot the rest of the reception with the, my friend from church and that was my first wedding. And I just remember texting Jenna the entire time. And she was like, in my years of photography, this like, I, there's been more instances too of like random stories that I've collected. And she was like, in all of my years, I have never had this much drama. I don't know how you have in like one it was that was like my first year of photography with every single wedding I went to there was so much drama and just like chaos and it was just she was like how does this keep happening like when you're around I'm like I don't know so that was my first wedding that was the story I was going to tell so I'm glad that we wrapped it up on that I have probably been talking for forever but this has been so much fun I loved talking to you guys having you all to myself and just having you guys my little hostages here with me (laughs) Um, but I think, yeah, that just about wraps it up. It is now 1030 at night and I need to go tuck myself into bed. Um, but next week is going to be our Cape Cod episode with the boys. So I'll make sure that we put the form in here too. Um, if you want to go ask the boys a question, go submit something on the form. Um, we, I feel like she teased it in her episode. So I feel like I can also say something. But we just got, I haven't received them in my hand yet, but we have received photos of our proofs. What's the word I'm looking for? Samples, I guess, 
of merch and oh my gosh it's stunning absolutely stunning and we are so excited to show you guys so excited for you to be able to purchase it and um rock and support the podcast in a public way so that will be happening very soon we're going to be taking photos in cape cod so i know we said big things coming is canceled but you're just gonna have to wait a few few more weeks because big things are in fact certainly coming um yeah that's all i got for you follow us on instagram follow us on tiktok on youtube tell your friends that this is the best podcast that you've ever listened to and uh yeah we love you and i will see you next week with my bestie back by my side love you Aww.